quarterback, 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 running back, running back since Charles he- since Charles Woodson run the Heisman. Another reason why we don't want Matthew to win it. <laughs> so you would expect to see quarterback or running back ended up. That's all the time we have for today. I'm Adam Brewster saying good night and go blue. And now, you can do it. The Daily Sports Report. Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have half a mind To leave you babe That means I have half a mind To stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday evening at 6.30. Food and culture and inevitably chickens, but we'll get to the chickens later. Cut to the chase now. I just talked to a fellow yesterday who moved to Michigan to start a small business. Now there are four locations this fellow has, including one in Ann Arbor that opened last year in Carytown. Would you believe this this involves food? Yes, it does. But here, I'll let uh, Jim Milligan, the owner of Fustini's, tell his own story here. Well, Fustini's Oils and Vinegars is a tasting room and bottling shop for oil, fine oils and uh, aged balsamic vinegars. We got started about four years ago up in Traverse City. I took early retirement. We were looking for something different to do, and I had seen this concept in Europe quite a bit during my corporate travels. And we empty nested and moved to Traverse City and decided to open up a shop there on Front Street. And within 24 months, uh, we opened up four stores throughout Michigan, the last one here being here in Ann Arbor last July in Carytown. So people are really enjoying it then? Yeah, the response has been fantastic from both the consumers as well as got a lot of restaurant partners that are serving the oils and vinegars for bread service, salad dressings, specials, things like that. Okay. Now looking at some of the flavors here, you've got some interesting flavors for vinegars that perhaps people might not have thought of. I mean, yeah. everything from grapefruit to blackcurrant to jalapeno to lavender and better than chocolate, which I assume is better than chocolate. <laughs> We've actually got... We've got three or four infused balsamics that are outstanding for uh, dessert flavoring. We've got the chocolate infused, a vanilla infused, and an espresso bean infused balsamic vinegar. So these are great to drizzle on everything from fruit to cheesecakes uh, um, to even ice cream. You can actually drizzle a flavored vinegar on ice cream. I hadn't thought of that. Correct. Yep. Yeah, it's very flavorful. As a matter of fact, we have some samples here you can try. (laughs) And anybody actually can come in here and try your samples. That's exactly right. And that's something that's real important is that people can try and taste uh, the olive oils and the vinegars in the store before they make a selection. And we bottle uh, what they select from the 
uh, container, which is called a Fustino. Uh, uh, hence the name. Yeah, hence, hence the name Fustinis. Yeah. So these are uh, metal containers? Stainless steel containers imported from Italy, and the Italian uh, word for them, the plural, is Fustini. Okay. Now, you also have some, uh, you have olive oils that are varietals, and you have some that are infused. Can you talk about the differences between those? Sure. So the, the types of extra virgin olive oils that you'll see in many of the channels, like the grocery channel, are, are blends of different varieties. So what we, we have here that's unique is, uh, is single varietal olive oils from all over the world. From this, right now, most of what you see here is from the southern hemisphere, which is the fresh crush from the fall that transpired in the, in the uh, May-June time frame of this year. The infused flavored olive oils are extra virgin olive oils with different in flavor infusions, herbal, citrus, mushrooms, garlic, so on and so forth, which are really nice for as base oils for salad dressings, for sautéing, uh, and even marinating. And for some of these varietals, do you have to go to different parts of the world depending on when the seasons are for the different times of year? That's exactly right. Like shortly in January, we'll have the fresh crush extra virgin olive oils from North America, a lot of them from Europe, from Italy, Greece, Spain, Tunisia, and, and California. And uh, other times of the year, do they come from the southern hemisphere then? Right, and primarily from... Chile and Australia. Pandora's Lunchbox. We're chatting here with uh, Jim Milligan, owner of Fustini's, telling his story there. He's in Carytown. Moved to Michigan, started his own business, now has four of them. There's one in Traverse City and one in Petoskey, one in Holland, and one in Carytown in Ann Arbor. He's talking about Fresh Crush. I don't think he's talking about Run DMC. But it's all good. And, uh... Let's continue the conversation, shall we, with Jim Milligan of uh, Fustini's. Our customers' most, uh, the most popular and most favorite olive oil infusions would be the Tuscan herb infused olive oil. It's got five different herbs infused, a Meyer lemon infused olive oil, great for salad dressings and sauteing uh, vegetables, and a basil infused olive oil. Those are probably the three most popular. Now, tasting the vinegar, that's something I haven't seen before is that, well, a lot of, sometimes when a place serves vinegar, they have a little piece of bread with it. Yeah. But here you have a chance to taste it on its own. That must be a bit of a different experience. Yeah, a lot of first-time guests are a little alarmed when we suggest they taste it straight away. But once they try it, particularly the, the balsamic vinegars are aged. So as they age, they get thicker, and they, they actually get a little sweeter. So they're really easy to try and taste and then imagine what they'd be like on a salad or with bread 
or marinating chicken or fish or uh, different types of meat. So you, do, you still don't want to guzzle them necessarily, but you do want to <laughs> take it a little slow, but that would be another way you can enjoy the flavors. Right, and then we'll pair up if you find in our store, if you find a balsamic or an infused oil that you, you like, we'll pair up the oils and vinegars in little tasting cups for you to, to try and imagine them as dressings or marinades, okay. vinaigrettes. Here, I was thinking, if you can give me an example maybe of a place you went in Europe, if you can picture it, where it was and what it was like to go into a place like this. And what were you seeing? You see in Europe, you see mustard shops where people will bring their own bottles into, into shops, like particularly in Germany, and have a, a broad selection of different flavored mustards to select from and then fill their jars. Of course, in the southern part of Europe, you'll see more of the, uh, the olive oil, tasting rooms and bottling shops. Yeah, that's kind of what, what I saw as I went around Europe last couple decades in my corporate career. Was well, there anything else you'd like to add? Well, we've got uh, today, we're launching our new cookbook in the kitchen with Fustini's, which has 66 different recipes from appetizers, salad dressings, all the way through to desserts, recipes incorporating our olive oils and vinegars uh, from chefs in Michigan as well as our different staff. It makes for a great gift, uh, helpful for anyone who's using these flavored oils and vinegars for the first time to figure out how to use them. We just in encourage uh, anybody out there to come visit us in Carytown. We're on the second floor right above Monahan's Fish Market free tasting so you can come in try and taste all of the oils we have more than 25 olive oils and 25 different balsamic vinegars on display and our staff would be happy to host host you and uh, have you experience any and all of them Thank you to Jim Milligan. Jim Milligan, the owner of Fustini's Oils and Vinegars in Carytown. Also two other places, three other places in Michigan. Infused vinegars like coconut flavor, espresso flavor, fig flavor, ginger and honey flavored. Some of you, you can drizzle on ice cream, he says. Okay, anything you can drizzle on ice cream, I have to try. Also some varietals of olive oil and some infused flavors as well. That's Fustini's in Carytown. And vinegar. Okay, interesting. You know, vinegar was popular as a drink in some form in ancient Rome and Greece. In fact, there was a drink called Pasca, says here in Wikipedia. And they made it by mixing sour wine or vinegar with water and flavoring herbs. I saw another source that said they sometimes added honey. Well, there you go. It originated in Greece as a medicinal mixture, but became an everyday drink for the Roman army and the lower classes from around the 2nd century BC, continuing to be used throughout Roman history and into the Byzantine period. It was made by reusing wine that was spoiled by faulty storage. Very useful, in fact. As well as being a source of liquid, it provided calories, helped to prevent scurvy by providing vitamin C, its acidity killed harmful bacteria, and the flavoring helped to overcome the bad taste of local water supplies in ancient places. 
Now, according to legend, in France during the Black Plague, four thieves were able to rob houses of plague victims without being infected themselves. Why? Because they were evil? No, because when finally caught, the judge ordered them to or, judge offered to grant the men their freedom on the condition they revealed how they managed to stay healthy. They claimed that a medicine woman sold them a, por- a potion made of garlic soaked in soured red wine, you know, vinegar. Variations of the recipe called Four Thieves Vinegar have been passed down for the hundreds of years and are a staple of New Orleans hoodoo practices. Oh, yeah. That's right. We've been listening, actually, to Grant Green doing Sunday morning. It is a nice Sunday morning for a Thursday evening, don't you think? I do. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm still Mike. Coming up at 7, it's Face the Music. In the meantime, speaking of olive oil, you know, in history, there have been a lot of mentors we've all looked up to. Tarzan and Jane, you know, me, Tarzan, you, Jane. What if it was, what, what, what if it was uh, me, not Tarzan, you, not Jane? Would that create an existential crisis for you? I think it would me. What if it was me, no, Popeye, you, know olive oil? Speaking of olive oil. What if it was a really weird record that went a little something like this? <laughs>
That makes perfect sense. That was Kid Creole and the Coconuts featuring the dulcet tones of Cody Mundi. That was Me No Popeye. And if you're looking for it, it's spelled Me No and then P-O-P as in pop and then the letter I, probably for copyright reasons. Speaking of copyrights, the Chick-fil-A fight, feathers are flying furiously, furtively, festively, what I'm saying is this. See, okay, so Chick-fil-A is the second largest chicken restaurant in the nation, and they have a slogan that is extraordinarily original called Eat More Chicken. Just the poetic tones, the undertones, the overtones, the intertones are just amazing. I think there are quarter tones in there, too. But there's a fellow who had the nerve to come up with a slogan called Eat More Kale. So, of course, Chick-fil-A is suing him because their slogans eat more chicken, and people cannot tell the difference between eat more kale and eat more chicken. This fellow's from Vermont, and it says here this week, the state of Vermont has thrown its support behind this folk artist, whose t-shirt business has the, has the words eat more kale on it. Governor Pete Shumlin said that the state would do all it could to help Bo Muller Moore raise money to defend his small business, and by extension, all Vermont small businesses and local agriculture against what they both see as corporate bullying by the Atlanta-based Chick-fil-A. Governor Peter Shumlin of of Vermont has announced the formation of Team Kale, a fundraising effort for Muller Moore's legal expenses and and its budding fight with Chick-fil-A. Shumlin says, Don't mess with Vermont and Chick-fil-A. Get out of the way. Don't interfere with our agricultural renaissance, where we're growing local food and selling it locally because more and more Vermonters care about where their food comes from, what's in it, and who grew it. And don't mess with our efforts to create jobs one job at a time, he said. This is as good an example of as any of how we create, we create jobs in Vermont. He speaks a lot more clearly than I do. That's the governor of Vermont throwing his support behind this local businessman, this guy printing T-shirts that say, Eat More Kale, threatened by the mighty Chick-fil-A which is trying to say eat more chicken and eat more kale is pretty much the same thing, and it is except for the words. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and coming up at 7, Arwolf will help us to face the music. In the meantime, some beautiful vocal music here from uh, Mr. Harry Morgan. (laughs) Harry Morgan passed away at the age of 96 recently, best known to many, I think, as Colonel Potter on MASH. He was born in Detroit. He was raised in Muskegon. He went to Muskegon High School. His many film credits include such food-related titles as Operation Tea House in 1956, The Tea House of the August Moon, also in 1956, 
Hmm. The Apple Dumpling Gang in 1975, and the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again in 1979. Hmm. But you see, some of his word poetry worked around his not exactly swearing. You couldn't quite swear swear on television, but you could throw food references and things into that. Now, this recording is from the 1970s, uh, a collection of some of Colonel Potter's uh, great utterings. And the the technology in the 1970s was a little not not up to our standards today. They used things like masking tape and electrical tape to record onto. They used um, guy wire to uh, the okay. It's YouTube. Suffering saddle soap, buffalo chips, bull cookies, road apples, fuel fritters, cow cookies, sweet Nefertiti, bull, suffering sheep dip. Hallelujah. Quiet. Smile. Hot diggity. Oh shoot. Pony pucks. Carolina cow pies, pigeon pellets. Good grief! Holy hemostat! Hot mustard! Great Caesar salad. Dismissed! Toodaloo. Toodaloo, Harry. Thanks, though. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and you should know that tonight, by the way, that's tonight. Tonight is happening this very evening, in fact. At Woodruff's in Ypsilanti, that's in Depot Town, WCBN presents the music of rockabilly man J.D. McPherson. That's coming up at 8 this evening. Doors are going to open at 7. Music's going to start at 8. And I think this following song is the number one record in the country right now in my fantasy life. This is called Wolf Teeth, and he does, in fact, say, Don't you know I've been gnawing on a bacon rind? Well, that would explain everything, wouldn't it?
Yeah, it must hurt to be so cool. You know what I mean? That is J.D. McPherson, and that is Wolf Teeth. Look out, he's going to bite you. J.D. McPherson's going to be at Woodruff's tonight in Depot Town, Ypsilanti, at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7. Going to be some DJs doing some cool music, Del Villarreal and Sachet Del Monaco, and the music, live music of J.D. McPherson at Woodruff's in Depot Town, Ypsilanti, tonight. I think we have some um, protesters at the Occupy Chick-fil-A movement. Uh, we got some footage there, I believe. This is, uh, I think that's, here we go. I think we can get that here. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, they're getting angry. Chickens are holding signs saying, Eat more kale. Well, this is still Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. want to let you know about the Tiny Expo, the Indie Holiday Arts and Craft Fair. That's coming up on this Saturday, on this Saturday, in fact, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. That is in Braun Court. That is in the Carytown area in Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor's biggest little indie arts and craft fair is back for its second year. Tiny Expo features local artists and crafters selling their wares alongside displays of unusual merit, food, and libations. Did somebody say food? Yes, that is Tiny Expo. Look up tinyexpo.com for more information. It's this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. In the meantime, though, in the meantime, it's 50 years ago. That's right. 50 years ago this week, Motown Records had its first number one record ever of all time ever. That was the Marvelettes. They used to call themselves the Cassinettes. Also, what was a nickname for Can't Sing Yet, honestly. And they went to Inkster High School, got together, ended up on Motown, wrote a great song. Please, Mr. Postman. So in honor of the Marvelettes, here's a song about food by the Marvelettes. This is Too Many Fish in the Sea, which is not possible. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you for listening. Keep on doing that. Our Wolf will help you to listen to the music and feel it and feed it and face it. Yes. In just a moment. Something like this. Girls, take this advice and remember always in life. Into each heart, some tears must fall.
as you've probably noticed, this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz is the exact uh, reading that you're getting with your receiver. That was the Marvelettes. Thank you so much, Mike, for the Marvelettes. It's precisely what we needed. Uh, Carrying on with the precision programming, it's time for Face the Music. And by yet another coincidence... Proving once again that Mike and I are on uh, some of the same pages anyway. Um, We'll go from that song about uh, the aquatic fauna, as it were, to a recording of the, uh, the song By the Waters of Minnetonka, performed by the genial Hawaiians Bob and Jim. You ready for that? Yes. Me neither. (laughs) 